A masked co-host, anonymous guests, what would you say with perfect anonymity? Censorious, an unaccountable podcast for an unaccountable America. C-E-N-S-O-R-I-O-U-S. Available wherever podcasts are found. We spill it. So you'll spill it. What will it be tonight? Red. Or white. As in a blend of burgundy. I'm Jamie. And I'm CJ. And this is Drink, Drink Wine, Wine Spill, Spill Tea. Tea. The podcast where we talk about anything and everything, but with a sense of humor. So pour yourself a glass of wine. Put in your hair pods. And let's spill some tea. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> we did. Want to try this again? No, no, no. I think it's funny. Okay. <laughs> I love you guys actually clinked Behind the scenes. <laughs> we do. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, a real sound thing. effect. Oh, time. wow. <laughs> Yeah, I totally thought it was a sound effect every time. Do you think we're that good? I do. Well, now you know we're famous. Are you saying that we're the best podcast you've ever heard? Famously? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you, and we'll take it. (laughs) All right, well. Yeah. So today, we have um, not one, but two guest hosts to grace your ears with. We would like to offer a hearty welcome <laughs> did you not read the document? <laughs> Still funny. <laughs> Jamie types these <laughs> before we do it. And she said a hearty welcome. It was funny. I just liked it. A hearty welcome. Let's give a hearty welcome to Caitlin Corsi and wait. Say your last name. Retta Michael. Okay. Thank you. I knew, I thought it was Michael, but yeah. I just want to make sure. Really quickly, one time for an award show, I was reading, I like was one of the announcers and Retta won an award and I had known her for a very long time and still I was like, Retta Mikhail? <laughs> because like me it, winning. That's what she said. I know. She was pissed. She's still pissed at me, but she spells her name M-Y-K-E-A-L. It's unique. What can I say? Like, yeah. like, like my name. Red Michael. Michael. Red Michael. All right, say hi, guys. Hi. hi. Hello. Hello. Okay, hi, guys. Hello. How's it going? So, um, we're all hanging out today um, because we all have one important thing in common. Yeah. We all have some sort of service industry side job that we work to pay the bills while we are pursuing other careers. Um, So, can you guys, like, just quickly tell us... Um, what you do? What's your What's your side job? Yeah, just like a brief one-liner. A one-liner, brief one-liner. Well, I work in the service industry, and because you need more than one job in mm-hmm. New York City, I also work retail. Love. Mm-hmm. And I nanny. Woohoo! And Siege, why don't you actually say what you do as well? Oh, um, I also work in retail, and I'm in the service industry, like food. Yeah. You're in like two, you've done multiple I've done every industries. single job in a service industry Ugh. that you can possibly right. think of. But we'll Working your way around, yeah. you know? Yeah, I get around. Um. <laughs> okay, so I think that uh, before we get started, we should talk about how we all know each other. Um, okay, so Caitlin, do you want to start? <laughs> yeah, Siege, I would love to. Um, so Say only nice things. <sighs> That's so hard. 
<laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. Understood. Um, yeah, understood. I get it. So CJ and I met actually at a college audition. Oh, um, we did, huh? Yeah, like before we went <laughs> to school together. Um, I just forgot. <laughs> both of us nice. were auditioning for Southern Illinois University. Shout I'm out we- to Salukis. I'm wearing an SIU sweatshirt right yes. now. Um, but we were there for an audition, and we talked in the hallway. We bonded because we're both from Kentucky, um, and also bonded because our brothers, like, live the same life, both of them. Oh, yeah. Like, um... They, like, lived in the same area, Yeah, they lived in the same area, had mutual friends. It was super um, weird. And now, your oldest brother is a football coach, and so is my Mm -hmm. brother. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, we bonded over that. And then we ended up going to the same school, and I think the rest is history. And now yeah. we live together in New York. We can't now we live get together. enough of the other. We went on vacay together. We did. We worked a contract together. It was funny, too, because, oh, my God, I put M&Ms in my mouth right while I was saying that. <laughs> I literally said, don't eat when we're recording. <laughs> That's impossible. There's trail mix next to me. Um, so we, like, went to do this contract together, and this was, like, uh, after we had lived together for a year. And when we got there, they were like, Okay, so, like, I just want to make, like, make sure I understand this. Like, you went to school together for four years. You graduated together. You lived together. And now you're doing a contract together. Like, are you not sick of each other? And we were we, like, we well, are. the answer to your <laughs> yes. question is yes. yes. <laughs> like, um, if you follow CJ on Instagram at all. Which you should. Um, which you should. At CJ Bathiani. Uh-huh, CJ A-Y. I'm on his Instagram story quite frequently. Um, cause CJ has a real skill for... Bullying her. Yeah. It's, the term yeah. is bullying, but just catching me at my finest moment. So, exactly. there you go. So there's me and Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> Retta? Uh, yeah. James and I have known each other for, like, a decade now. Oh, which is okay. wild. I feel yeah. so... Yeah. Like, we feel old. Uh, uh, grew up doing theater together. Our first show was Hairspray. Yeah. At, uh, we had seen each other in, yeah. like, shows, like, around the valley. We're yeah. both Arizona baby kids. Yeah, shout out to AZ. Woo-woo! Yeah, Ooh. and, like, but, like, <laughs> since this that decade... Red has just been a constant in my life for just 10 Aww. straight years. Yeah. yeah. Went to college together. In the same. to New York. Yeah. So time. kind of, yeah, along the same lines as you guys in She a took bit. me out for my 21st birthday. I sure did. <laughs> Got those embarrassing pics. Oh, my hair, God. Held her hair back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was good times. Yeah. How bad were you. her bangs then? Um, they were. How did you know I had bangs? <laughs> oh. The bangs are more like hairspray. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, I've seen your license like, picture. Have you seen they like, Retta, they like flip oh, over. Have you seen her license picture? Yeah, it's just, that's not the same person right it's now. It's incredible. <laughs> she looks like a little scene queen. Aww, but a cute one. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, so we we've known that. each other for too long. Too long, but the best. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And now we're just like all friends. Yeah. Yes. All friends, all friends living in you. New York City. Yes. We love it. It's like friends, like the TV show, but like real because we're That's broke. not real. And two less people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. Okay, we don't at, have that many friends. At, at this time. <laughs> at this time. Where's two At this other time people? there are two less people. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. Um. So... But Great. So I'm glad that we're all reacquainted and now you're all acquainted with us. Yeah. Um, so. Um, is it time for like a wee drinking game? A wee drinking game? A wee little sure. drinking game? A wee little drinking game? This is where oh, wait, we start to get drunk. Oh, yeah. Okay. Everyone fill up your glasses. <laughs> She's already filled. Oh, On thank to God. number two. 
So this game is called Most Likely. Um, so we've compiled a list of questions and scenarios that we're going to ask. Then on the count of three, we're all going to say the name of the person we think the situation most likely applies to. For, we've all played this game before. Yeah. Right? So just for example, just a quick little example. Let's say the question is, who is most likely to spill their glass of wine? And I'll count to three. One, two, three. Jamie. And then we'll all say the name of the <laughs> <laughs> But I really wrote that. We all say. <laughs> Um, I mean, honestly, I was going to say myself, (laughs) but Jamie, so Jamie is now drinking. Great. Great. So it's not like too many, but. And then the person who wins drinks. Okay. Right. Okay. Ready? Yes. So we'll start. Who is most likely to push drugs on their friends? One, One, two, two, three. three. Retta. (laughs) Thank you. I'm honored. I barely know Retta, and I just I like, had to go off like y'all's cue because I was like, I'm not exactly sure everyone's looking this way. So. You can say whoever you want. Yeah, seriously. If Caitlin, you want to say you, which you wouldn't, Caitlin, be like, I would push ibuprofen. I make some Advil. Yeah, I got you. Cure hangover. Right. All right. Who is most likely to come up with a plan to hide the body? One, One two, two, three. Jamie. <laughs> oh my god, we all said different names. What did you say? Well, I said Caitlin. I said Jamie. I said Jamie. I definitely said myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess Jamie I did. Jamie. Guys, <laughs> thank you. I would come up with a plan. Okay. Well, then why didn't you say yourself? I'm trying to be inclusive. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's sweet of you. <laughs> all right. Who's most likely to report themselves to the police? One, One two, two, three. Caitlin. <laughs> Did you say Caitlin? Yes. Okay. I couldn't even get read out a clue. I was like, it is Caitlin. She was like, it no, it's you. It would be you. I think it'd be you. I would report right, myself to the popo. Caitlin would definitely report myself to the popo. Um, 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 you're right. I, get, I should actually, yeah, you're right. I should Just totally take me in on yeah, the Yeah, I should totally do it. I'm so sorry. I did, I did it. I can see Jamie too. I, I put it back though. Like, I put the thing back, yeah. I swear. We are both Libras, right? Yes. Yeah. Wait, Retta, what are you? I'm a Sagittarius. I have no clue what that means. That means my birthday's in three weeks. Oh! oh. What are we doing? Uh, um, my lovely best friend, EJ. Another shout out. Hey, so, EJ. We shouted EJ in, out. I know. Keaton kept doing it, and I was like, whatever. EJ, I'm come on the pod. Friend yeah. of the pod. Um, uh, yeah, so EJ is gonna be really nice and let us host a little get together at his brand new apartment. Yeah, in Hell's Kitchen, because what a best friends for, you know? Love that. Yeah, so all are welcome. Not like all, I mean, like, I yeah. guess maybe all are welcome, but like, no, you guys everyone. don't get the invite. This is just the people doing the podcast. <laughs> if you don't do? get the physical invite, you can't come. Yeah. So exclusive. Right. We're only inclusive for a minute. All right. Who is most likely to catfish someone? One, two, three. CJ. CJ. (laughs) Okay. Well. Drink. It's because I did catfish I was like, wait, wait, have you? Yeah. We talked about it in the first episode. Oh, that's right. My first MySpace profile was really Fiero. I forgot about that. <laughs> so Norbert Leo Butts. So Norbert, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry that I catfished you. Yep. <laughs> who is most likely to get fired from them from oh my god, who is most likely to get fired from their job? One, One two, two, three, Rana. So, uh, oh, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> I did get fired from my job one time. I so did I. Great. <laughs> this week. So oh, no way. <laughs> Cheers so to me. Yeah. 
I'm gonna finish this glass, everyone. <laughs> Wait. Oh my god. Well, we're really gonna be talking we're about really the services. We're really gonna be so guys. Yes. <laughs> okay. Who is most likely to sleep with their teacher? One, two, three. CJ. <laughs> CJ. I wish I have. I promise you, I've tried. What your hot math teacher from high school? Yeah. So God, you've heard the story too? Yes. It was also on our last episode. Oh yeah. True. <laughs> he was so hot, guys. They're all straight. Whatever. <laughs> Who's most likely to miss their flight from oversleeping? One, two, three, Jamie. Jamie? <laughs> One <Yes>. trillion percent. <laughs> That's not even a question. Every single time I go to the airport, I'm like, I caught you. My plane leaves in literally two minutes. <laughs> and somehow, everyone, make it. I make it. Yeah. I'm glad. Kind people. Man. Yeah. <laughs> they're rare, but they're out there. <laughs> Can I cut you? I, I would, am, I'm so annoyed. Everyone like rolls their eyes. I tell those like, people now. But also, I bet you're I bet the they're worst kind around. of person. Okay, that's never actually happened. I was just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were about to get in a fight, but we're fine now. I feel like also okay, people okay. look around and then they go, "Who just said that to me?" No. <laughs> oh, they yeah. think it's like a child. Yeah. Like they're like, "Oh no, she's locked. She's like, oh, Gotta get to the family." <laughs> no, it's actually a 26 year old woman who doesn't have her life together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's most likely to have a foot fetish? One, two, three, Retta. Oh! Don't <laughs> ever have I said anything. Well, I guess we'll, we'll both drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> Kaylin, you think Kaylin? Honestly, she's like really super sweet. Oh, it's and the I think ones. It, there's some, you know, it's I wouldn't be surprised if you ones. had some weird thing. <laughs> I think everyone has like a weird thing, but like yeah. Caitlin's is a dog fetish. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> mine's a cat fetish. Oh, conflicting. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god, Caitlin with a foot fetish. I'm dead. Another fetish. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, who's most likely to get arrested for something they didn't do? One, two, three. Caitlin. Jamie. I didn't know. I was honestly going to say, say CJ. I panicked. Oh. Honestly, that's all drink. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Just <laughs> clinking sound effect. A real clinking sound. Right. No sound effect. None. Fake. I said Caitlin because I feel like she would like take the fall for something or like oh, get yeah. blamed for something, but wouldn't for some reason wouldn't be able to prove that she didn't do it. Why did you I say me? That. No, I she know. said I, me. I said Jamie. Because I would be in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> but she, Caitlin said me. You said me. I feel like she, someone would like try to blame it on you. And, oh, that's true. Yeah. I have so many haters. <laughs> you just would be in the wrong place at the wrong time and someone would just be like, yeah, it was you. And you're like, no, it's not what? me. <laughs> Look at this face. I just yeah. got here. <laughs> it's a little I was late. Qu- she's a little quoka. You just go... Oh, yeah, she is. She's a little quokka. And if you don't know what a quokka is. Look it up. Q-U-O-K-K-A, quokka. Wow. Yeah. We've looked it up so many times, especially in class, and we got yelled at by a said teacher that we're not going to name. We're going to always get yelled at and be like, sorry. I'd like for you to do like a comparison photo of a quokka and Jamie on y'all's Instagram. Oh, that's already happened. Didn't you already post it? That was like six years ago. Oh, you know what we should do? Not on the drink, wine, spill, tea one, though. Yeah. We should also do... Um, uh, a throwback of you guys. Oh yeah, and a throwback, oh, a throwback of us, yeah, and then like side we'll by take, side. Yeah, we'll take. We'll take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we go. Really, so really we'll That's so really cute. We have awesome. a lot of the same Our moms posts. will be weeping. Okay, wait. One okay, last okay. one. One last okay. one. Okay. Okay. Who is most likely to get in a bar fight with the wrong person? And by wrong person, I mean like the fight was supposed to be with someone else, but was with a different person. One, one two, two, three. Jenny. Jenny. 
Oh, the Georgia juice, I read. Yeah. And then, uh, that and Jamie, <laughs> we can fight. That Arizona blood. <laughs> Arizona We're fiery. Blood. Yeah. We don't you put up with that. any shit. Rise of the Phoenix, you know? There we go. Guys, wow. We really, we kind of know each other pretty well. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. It's crazy. I will say I'm glad it was that game and not the game of like, like which one did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that one I'd be like a little extra nervous because it's like, I know you guys so well, but it's also right. like, fuck, what if I mess right. that up? I will say I'm thinking I'm pretty, I like pretty good at like getting them, but there are a couple that I didn't say you. I, so play, I play along. I oh, play for along. the one, the yeah. one that we just did. Yeah. That one was funny. Caitlin was, was really sweating. <laughs> she, she was. was like, I really just want to say Jamie. I was yeah. sweating. <laughs> I was like, is it Jamie? Is it CJ? I don't did know. you get them right? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I, did. I, I feel like the well. ones about me are obvious only because I'm really good at talking about myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like Caitlin obviously knows all those things because they're like the most random, like fun facts about me that I've told her probably mm-hmm. 800 times. You're drunk and you're like, oh. not even when I'm drunk. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah, it's just like we're sitting the on the morning, couch. And and I'm like, like hey, did I ever tell you about this one time? Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, yep, six times. <laughs> okay. Um, so we already went around the room and said what we did. Um, I think it would be good to like say just like what your job entails, some of your responsibilities, like just like a day to day in yeah. your job. So maybe we can start with Caitlin since we started with you first. Yeah. Cool. Um, So, like I said, I'm in the service industry, uh, but more specifically, I am a server. Um, I've worked at two different restaurants in the city. Um, One was not the greatest, um, but I'm at another one now, and all is well, and I have some good people I work with, so that makes up for it. But um, I usually work nighttime, so it's a little more relaxed and chilled. My restaurant is near Madison Square Garden, so yeah. Do you get a lot of tourists? Yes, especially, um, we do at night, but if I ever pick up a morning shift, there's so many tourists, because, like, there's Mm -hmm. so many hotels down in that area, it's a very, like, there's Herald Square, there's the Empire State Building, um, so we get a lot of people, like, coming for breakfast and lunch and whatnot. And then you also work retail. Yes. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that, too? Yeah, um, so I actually just recently started working retail, like two months ago um or yes. just to kind of make a little extra money and get a break from the service industry because it really sucks sometimes <laughs> um so just kind of breaking that up a little bit um but yeah i've really enjoyed it i like it it's good stuff yeah <laughs> Um, okay, I am a nanny, like I said. Uh, I also babysit, but I think that the professional title, I, I like to claim nannying um, <clears throat> over babysitting because, you know, you babysit at night every now and then, but like nannying is like a, could be a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, there are, yeah. Li- there are oh live-in gosh. nannies, there are all that kind of stuff, so... I nanny. I have big responsibilities of walking the dog, making dinner for the kids, picking wow. them up from school, taking them to extracurricular activities. It's basically like a glorified other mother or yeah. other father because there are mannies as well, which I think there should be more mannies in the world. I'm so tired of a lot of families not wanting men to take care of their children yeah. when men can be just as nurturing as a woman. Some women aren't nurturing at all. So <laughs> me, <laughs> yeah, like 
you either want to or you don't. So it's like if a dude wants to take care of your kids, let a dude take right. care of your kids. Yeah. I was almost a nanny for a little bit. Yeah, I really wanted to do it. I mean, it's great money. Yeah, it just didn't work with my schedule. It's but I mean, great money. It's so flexible. Um, and I would also rather be treated like shit from a child than an sure. adult. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, it's at least forgivable. They're yeah. cuter. Kids, <laughs> kids don't know better, and you can try and teach them the way, but adults are already set in their ways. And good luck. Mm-hmm. trying to set them straight you know and you can like threaten them with santa right or like <laughs> or like television because right. kids these days all they care about are their electronics and it's so fucking annoying literally right. like or like i'll pick them up from school and they go can we go home and watch tv and i'm like hi nice to see you too thanks for asking about my day like you know but they're they're cute they're adorable and i really love it i love it a lot what's the what's the age range i was just about to say how many kids do you have um well (laughs) or like all the different families that you babysit i was like like, recently i was let go so (laughs) i don't have a family right now but um the youngest has been uh six months she was so cute. She was in a helmet. That is fresh out of another woman's uterus. Uh-huh. She, like, needed me 24-7 when I was there. Her name was Greta. My name's Aww. Greta. So, like, that was the cutest fucking thing I've ever experienced. I was only with her for a month, but it was so cute. Wait, she was in a helmet. Yeah, so um, she had some sort of deformity when she was born. Like, a part of her skull just didn't... <gasps> develop in the mom's oh, tummy okay. so when she was born her head was sunken in so they did a surgery when uh after she was born she was in the incubator for a bit and that's now, why kids wear those things yeah it's to help shape their heads so like they have to go in every month or they're whatever so they're so soft they're pliable like yeah. kids i mean i know it's like a terrible thing to say but like don't drop a baby obviously no. but like that's they're they're still they're still growing yeah. and they're still like pliable and they're 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 squishy they're a little squishies are you certified like is that like something that you like lead with too? Like yeah. I'm certified to like with like disability special yep. needs, like disability stuff like that? special needs. So I've had kids on the spectrum, which I honestly prefer. That's what I would say they're too. So yeah. much nicer. They're just so sweet. They're so yeah. kind. Like even in their tantrums, they're for sure. They're just genuine. They're they're they get um this. I had a little boy this summer. He was eight, um, and he was just slightly autistic and he had some Asperger's which mm-hmm. it's Asperger's with a B not a P it's not Asperger's do people say that? People say that yeah Asperger's <gasps> so no it's, as, it's as also when you know Americans P's and oh, B's sure. sound the same like yeah. T's and D's like my name right. is Retta not Redda but everyone says oh, Retta right. I say Retta you know things right. like that but I was like oh there's a B in the word not a P interesting ah. um yeah so he was always like having panic attacks like doing homework because he had to think of things in the future yeah. and i was like hey you're eight like oh. let's <laughs> let's like take a breath like oh. it's okay i know it's frustrating but like low stakes like we don't don't think about tomorrow we're here right now like let's get through this and caitlin does the same thing to me <laughs> yeah on like a Every daily night. basis <laughs> Does that make you weird? Yeah. I think so. Maybe. You should start paying her. Yeah, Yeah. you should, She's fine. I I know. We do enough for each other. She's good. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Quickly, um, and then we'll move on to Jamie. Where do you have like a specific location that you usually nanny? Yeah, I prefer Manhattan just because I live in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. So the commute, it's still like long, but it's not as bad. Like I, I live... 
uptown, like Fort George area. Okay. And I just was with a family in Stytown. Um, so that's like kind of far away. Like yeah. that was like an hour commute every day there and back. That's a lot. But like I also this summer was on the Upper West Side and I lived in Hamilton Heights. So that was not even a 15 minute train ride. So okay. it's like it just depends. Um, I'm not opposed to Brooklyn or Queens, but again, it's just like, it's like the commutes. Sure. So that like, if I have to work late at night, I don't have to take the train and it takes two fucking hours because we all know late night sucks. Oh my God. Yeah. Especially right now where the oh A and the D God. aren't running uptown. I don't get that. It makes me Everyone so lives in like, uptown Manhattan. Yeah. It's the yeah. dumbest thing I've ever heard. We're hey, all MTA, like, you suck. <laughs> New York MTA, get your shit together. Yeah, I hope you're listening to this, you pieces of shit. Oh my God. Okay, anyway, (laughs) Okay, James. Okay. Um, I started as a host in the Upper West Side, and that was very interesting. Being a host is like completely different. And then I became a server slash bartender at a pub in Queens and I worked there for two years and now I'm working as like a back waiter in a very famous John George restaurant so that's what I'm currently doing John George John George yeah, yeah it's very, can you explain that yeah so John George is a very famous chef he's got um restaurants all over it. New York and he's like extremely very well known in it's like the, upscale right yeah yeah very upscale all different sorts of restaurants. He like has liquor that he that was like sold everywhere. He loves it so much. He bought it only to be sold at his restaurants. Oh, and so now bougie. these, yeah, it's wow. really really crazy. I make more money being a back waiter than I did bartending. Wow. Yeah. What does a back waiter mean? So like a back waiter. So I'm basically like a server's assistant, and that's where every single person who works at a Jean George restaurant starts as a back waiter because there's so much to learn. You have to know every single detail about everything. So oh when gosh. I was training, I had to that's take a test. <laughs> when I was training, I had to take a test every single day. I had to take a floor plan test. There's a steps of service test, mm-hmm. which is like 31 steps of service, mm-hmm. and then. The entire menu, brunch, lunch, and dinner, every one-liner and every marking, every, like, fork, spoon, knife, I had to take that. And then servers, when you are, like, ready to, like, bump up to, like, so the next step is, like, runner, and then you have to know, like, the allergies. Oh, my god! And then the next step is, like, server, where, like, you have to know every description, like, if it's blanched, if it's roasted, how long they do it for, where the cheese comes from, is it pasteurized, like, all just, all this crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, it's we kind of have that at like my restaurant, but ours is like so chill. I could never work at an upscale restaurant. <laughs> yeah, fine, at all. fine like, dining in New York all. City is its own. Like you need a degree in that. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. Um, but our restaurant, like we're known for being gluten free. So because of uh, that, everyone with every kind of food allergy in the world loves coming to our right. restaurant because <laughs> everyone's gluten free with allergies. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like working around a garlic allergy. <gasps> It's so hard. Yeah, it's so hard. But they think they're like, oh, I'm sure they can like do this because they're gluten free. But for them, guys, it's at it's that very point, hard. just don't go out to eat, yeah. dude. So I'm we so have like sorry. a word document that has like all of our ingredients that we use, all of these things, and it like highlights our allergies, so we can just That's like smart. go to the computer and be like, oh, let me look this up real quick. But you still have to like ask the kitchen because. They change the recipes daily. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's really fun. That's wild. Yeah, no, it really is crazy because, like, 
if you forget to put an allergy, if you don't mm. ask, you could potentially send that person to the hospital. Yeah. It really is. It's scary. I'm not like, trying to sound like dramatic it's or anything, but no, it's a right. life or death mm-hmm. thing, which yeah. is so ridiculous to think about like in a restaurant. Yeah. So, but I just started at this place. I've only been there for like maybe a month, but already, again, I'm making more there than I am as a bartender, which is that's insane. crazy. I just got chosen because for buyouts, when like restaurant, like you get like somebody can buy out these restaurants. It's for, so expensive. For I'm not gonna say the exact price, but just so everyone knows, it's over fifty thousand dollars to buy out this restaurant. Like a party for parties, yeah. And oh, we just had like rent it out. Yeah, yes. and we just had um, a buyout, <clears throat> and it's my first buyout since I've been there, and. Like, you have to be hand-selected for these buyouts. And I was hand-selected <gasps> for this buyout. Okay. Look at you, a Equity server. <laughs> Thank you. And as a back waiter, I can't even tell you how much money I made. So much money. I was like, cool, yeah, I'm set. I'm set. Like, yeah, it was crazy. And then I... From one from one event. From one That's event. Like. From one event. And then I looked up and I was like... You're, I, like it's kind of shitty that I did this, but I looked at the tip sheet and I was like, oh, my name. I wonder how much, like, the bartenders make. <gasps> they literally made, in one night, almost double my paycheck for <gasps> that thing. It was crazy. You make Well, so yeah, because you drink so much at events. Like, they... I do. <laughs> because, you know, I, I, maybe it's the same in your restaurant, Kaylin. It's everything's on, like, a point scale, how you get tipped out. Like, we all pool tips. Uh, yeah, and it's like, bartenders tips. get the highest tip. Then servers, then runners, then back waiters, then hosts, and See, major D's. For us, because um, where my location is, um, there's like several locations, but we don't serve hard liquor um, <gasps> because we're across the street. Yes. I don't know like the exact laws, and I might oh. be saying this wrong, but we're across the street from a church, and so it's really hard to get a liquor license, and the restaurant right beside us has their liquor license and I think there's also something about like only one restaurant on that street or I don't know it's very weird it's very weird yeah someone look that up because I don't know like the exact <laughs> details and I might I be saying it wrong but we, so need we only a historian. serve like beer and wine and then like coffee and if people want it so for us servers make the highest tips wise and then bussers and then our counter person gets like a portion of the tips Wild. but they get paid higher hourly than we do okay. so it kind of like balances out. out so interesting, interesting. but anyways um siege your turn oh yes <clears throat> um so like i said i work retail um and i've worked a lot of retail jobs um but you just got a promotion i did just get a promotion Congrats. thank you so most of my retail experience has been like um i don't know how to say it like i don't want to say like entry-level retail but like because it's it's retail like ultimately it's all entry level but like like it's been like just like a salesperson like on the floor you know like doing the thing selling the clothes and I did that in high school for like two different jobs and then I did it um right once I moved here like the week that I moved here I started working at a store and I could not have hated it more (laughs) I hated it so so much the Mm -hmm. people were and I mean like the people I worked with were mean they were rude they were just like not nice and like they didn't accommodate for anything and so it was a horrible experience and so I could not have been more excited to quit that job when I booked a contract and left um and so that was like my experience with retail and then the job that I work at now that's retail um I've been at for uh, about a year and a half which is weird (laughs) and um 
I started as just like part time. I helped open the store and then I um, like slowly became full time. And now I'm one of the leaders. So it's a wonderful job. Um, me and Caitlin actually work at the same. Yes. We work for the same company, just different stores. <laughs> different so that's stores, fun. Which um, is probably a good thing. Yes. We'd be so I'm, distracted on the floor. I'm actually convinced. Yeah. And could you imagine if I was in charge of Caitlin? <laughs> I, I think can. I would tackle him. Yeah. And everyone, we would get nothing done. Yes. Correct. <laughs> but um, yeah, so now I'm a leader, which is awesome and I love it and you know it's still retail I mean like it's still really frustrating um but it, it's it's funny to me because and like maybe I just think like so highly of like the company and like obviously it has its flaws but like I I think it's such like a great place to work and people could have it so much worse like when I think of like working in like a forever 21 or like an H&M in Times Square um forever 21 doesn't exist anymore correct you're right they went bankrupt Bankrupt. okay there's my point (laughs) yeah moment of silence for forever 21 yeah thank you so much for your tank tops that say I love Jesus with like a glittery burrito (laughs) on the front So, like, if I imagine myself, like, working at, like, those huge stores in Times Square and, like, wanting to literally die, and, like, I think about where I work, and it's just so much better. Mm -hmm. So, and I've never worked in the service industry, so, like, I don't really know how, like, all of that works, and I don't think I would do very well in it. I think that I have (laughs) too smart of a mouth to work in the service industry. It's hard. I think I would really pop off on a lot of people. So, I think it'll be super fun if we go around and just share, like, one of the most ridiculous things a customer has ever done, like, to you or has asked you to do. Um, so, who would like to go first? Caitlin, do you want to go first? Right um, sure. I feel like I deal with weird things and requests from customers on a daily basis, um, just because... My friend told me one time that, like, she could never work in the service industry because, like, food service, because we're literally dealing with people at their worst. Oh, like, yeah. when a person is hungry. The worst. They're, yeah. I know that I am, too. And so, yeah. But there is one time we had a really busy night. Um, there was, like, a concert at Madison Square Garden. And there was this mom and her son at a table. And I bring them their food, and the mom's sitting there, and I'm about to lay his burger um, on the table, and she says, oh, actually, he's outside on a phone call right now, and it might be a while. Can you just take this back to the kitchen and keep it warm? What? And I was just, like, in shock, and I, I like, didn't know what to do. And I was like, um... We don't really have, like, a place back there that we can keep it warm. She was like, yeah, just take it back. I said... Okay, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. So I, like, took it back to the kitchen, and since it didn't touch the table, I was like, if there's another table that needs this, like, send it out. Like, we're busy. Mm -hmm. The place is, like, crazy packed. So I'm walking around, visiting all my tables, checking on them. I see that the guy's back. And she said, oh, you can bring back that burger. And I said, well, ma'am, like, we actually, I'll make a fresh one for you. We don't have the space in our kitchen. Like, we don't have an area just to keep it warm. <laughs> like, I, I'm so sorry. And she's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, exactly what I just told you. The like, warm is awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but I will get a fresh burger out to you as soon as possible. And, you know, like, we're pretty busy. So it took, like, maybe 10 minutes 
this woman would not look at me oh, like the, the rest, rest of, of the time that I was there. She was so mad. And so I love to do the whole like kill them with kindness kind of thing. <laughs> and I'm like, are you enjoying everything? How's everything going? Can I get you anything at all? Like, I hope you're having a great time. Would not make eye contact with me. <laughs> and um, so they left. And of course, they only tipped like 10%. Yeah. So Classic. Yeah. We love that's it. like one of the weirdest requests I've had. Kaylin is truly the nicest server I've ever met. And it's especially in New York. (laughs) It's so funny. Like I and like even when she's talking about like these frustrating people, like I like when she comes home, you know, she's bitching and she's like, oh my god, this person, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I know that she was as kind as she possibly could have been. And that is just so funny to me. I know, CJ makes fun of me because I'm like, I was short with this customer today. And he's like, like, okay, I'm sure. Are you? you? Like, even when I'm bartending, I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> like, I just, anyways, Retta. Yeah. <laughs> so, that being said, Retta. Uh, yeah, me. Um, not customers, because they're children. But I guess that's technically a customer. Yeah. Um, they're but paying the, you. The parent, well, actually, I've had many a child be like, we're paying you. <gasps> like, we pay Those you. little sluts. And it's like, what are you... F- but, um, yeah, so I have had many a spoiled child because every child is spoiled in New York City. I've seriously never met a kid in New York City that didn't feel entitled or spoiled. Um, I don't know if that's the parents' upbringing or if that's just New York City. Like, I really don't know what it is, but they just have been very entitled. Where they yell at me from the other room and demand something. Just something. So I've had kids that are like eight. You know, when I was eight, I could like make my own meal for myself. Like I feel yes. like I could be self-sufficient. And I get demanded, can I have water? <gasps> no, please. No, thank you. Nothing. Can I have water? Or can I have a snack? And it's like full belt, like a, a yell from the <laughs> other room. Like I... Literally. (laughs) That is literally what it is. And I ignore them because I am passive aggressive. Um, I've been known to be very passive aggressive. All you know me well. I'm calling myself out on it. I can, I can claim it. We'll chat. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I don't, I ignore them. I 100% ignore them because you have two legs. You can stand up on your own. You know where your own cups are because this is your home and you know that water comes out of a faucet. But yeah, I just cannot believe that I have seriously been demanded to to bring like at their beck and call something. Water. I don't mind like making them dinner because I know it's a part of my, you know, what I'm supposed to do in my duties. But water, <laughs> water, you're going to yell at me from the other room to bring you water that you're not even going to drink because they never, I've never seen a child finish a cup of water. No, ever. Ever. I used to tell my kids, like, when I would babysit them, like, in high school, that it was juice. Like, I remember being, like... <gasps> That's clever. I'm going to start I would, doing I that. I would be, like, do you want your juice? And it was when they were really young. No, so yeah, 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 yeah. But we'd be, like, do you want your juice? And we would tell them it was juice and give them water, and they would drink Ooh, it. Ooh, smart. You, you got to know your tricks. I don't you remember really who do. I learned that from, but... Whoever taught you. I learned you, it from someone. Good for that. Cindy Bathier. Yeah, yeah. Cindy Bathier probably gave me... Honestly, I was the third one. It, by the time I happened, she was like, here's some Diet Coke. <laughs> she was like, here's some wine. You, You'll you, be fine. you wind down and go to sleep, little one. 
Oh, wow. James? We've um, been calling you James tonight. I know. Because, here. yeah, because she's uh, also, okay, sorry to, like, interrupt real quick. Um, So, I love Degrassi. Shout out to Degrassi. <gasps> Yeah, I'm going to tell you this and you're going to call her this forever. So I love Degrassi and there's a character, James Tiberius York. Absolutely. So ever since I've met her, I've called her James Tiberius York. Yeah, I'm actually And she doesn't get it. (laughs) But but everyone from Arizona calls me James. Anyway, yes, yes, yes. You know that feeling where like in your nose it feels like you might cry? That's, That's what I just felt when you said James Tiberius York. You're welcome. <laughs> I used to sneak watching Degrassi from my parents when I was a kid. It's the best hey, Mom and Dad. show ever. It was so good. And oh my God, James Tiberius. Wow. JT. Yeah. JT. Why did you sneak it? It was a very it's, promiscuous show yeah, for teenagers are you to be kidding? watching. It was oh, on Teen Night. It? <laughs> Everyone needs to watch it. It was on Amazon Prime. It's sadly not anymore. But if you can figure out where it is, it was on Noggin. But everyone Noggin. and their mother needs to watch Degrassi. Degrassi. Next Honestly, generation. It's still like running. Yeah, I don't like this yeah, new generation. New, Next new generation bad. is like the second generation. But it was the high it takes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I know I can make it through. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that show. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway. I call her that. Her Great. That. Yeah. James. <laughs> Take it away. Yeah. Uh, so um, when I was hostessing in the Upper West Side, I had somebody asked me, I was 22, I had somebody asked me where my mom was. Oh. And I was like, um, in Arizona. And then they asked me how old I was. I said I was 22. And she thought that I was 13. I was just helping my mom out <laughs> when I was like hostessing and like clearing up a table. <laughs> When I was bartending, oh, no. um, <laughs> I believe that so hard. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's real. Um, when I was bartending, um, I one time had two gentlemen get into a fight in my bathroom. Um, yeah, because it was um, so in where I almost said exactly like where I live. Um, in the little neighborhood in Queens where I live we do our own parades on one of the avenues so it was our um St. Patrick's Day parade and I live in a very Irish neighborhood and so they just had these men slurring absolutely got in a fight in the bathroom I also one time when I first started serving um I had this man order Barry's Irish tea for me which is very big and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, we're out of that. He ordered a different tea. But when I was taking his order, somebody had run out, gotten the tea, and come back. So I went back to this guy. And I was like, hey, I'm so sorry, I made a mistake. We do have that now. Would you like that tea? And he straight looked me in the eye and said, I'm used to women making mistakes. If you <gasps> Wait, if you were a man, I'd be confused. Oh. oh. And I was new to serving. I was very young, and oh my I God. and I was very in that moment. You think you would be like, "What the fuck? Who do you think you are?" But I was literally so shook that somebody had actually said that right. to me. Shocked. I just kind of walked away, and I was like, "Can somebody else please take this table?" Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. I'm telling not. you, the people in the service industry are absolutely absurd. And last one, really quickly, I had this very drunk Irish girl come in one time. Um, she wasn't drunk when she came in, but she was drunk when she left. Um, and I stopped you. serving her, but she was drinking Sprite and white wine. 
Ew. And, yeah. But she was, like, I'm pretty sure was drinking in a flask underneath the bar because she had one drink, and I don't understand how she was sober. Whatever, whatever, whatever. She, all of a sudden, it was me and my roommate at the time, Chance, were both working. He was serving, and I was bartending. And both of us were glasses. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she yells, What the fuck? Does everybody wear glasses in here? Everyone's, you're just a bunch of fucking nerds. And I was like, okay, she, she was like, not him, but you. She was like, she was like, she was like, she was like, I, she was like, I don't care about him, but you're like, you're like, like a Harry Potter. No, no, no. You're like a sexy Peter Pan. <laughs> that should be your new Instagram Woo! handle. Sexy Peter Pan. And I was I'm like. I'm so sorry. I just briefly want to applaud you for that Irish dog. Oh no, she's mastered that. She's I'm mastered really that. Good. And I yeah. was like, you know what? Thanks. Get out. <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like you wouldn't have been offended with the Harry Potter, but I think because she went to the Peter Pan, it's a little like she was like oh. Harry Potter, and I was wearing the same glasses I am now. I was of like, course. you know what? I get it. I'm wearing the wrong glasses. Which are Harry Potter esque. So. Yeah. Jamie, did you get new shoes? And honestly, thank you so much. I've had these for a little bit. <laughs> I've had these for a little bit, but these are the same shoes. I went and saw my sister rushed Gary and took me to see it with Nathan Lane. So. We sat front row, and this is his blood. Oh. I was about to ask you if it was wine, but no, that's hilarious. much cooler. I, and I won't clean my shoes because it's Nathan Lane's blood. You shouldn't. Oh, that's very interesting. I'm Gary so sorry. I just so like, I noticed them and I saw them and I was like. No, I mean, that was it with shoes. my story. I got told I was sexy Peter Pan and you know what? I've been called worse, so. <laughs> so right. There we go. Same. Anyway, Siege. Um, so I've, oh my gosh, I have I just have so many, but. Pick three at the most <laughs> no I'm, I'm honestly i'm only gonna say one because it's just like the only like and it'll be brief but as like a floor lead like truly too re- like i've learned recently that there's just like even more because people like pass them off to you they're like hey cj like i just like really quickly um <laughs> this is like the situation like if you could just like resolve it and i'm like oh yeah 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 let me do that for you so but there is so this is before um i was i got promoted and it was um this man that came into the store and i want to just like make it very clear that a lot of gay men shop at this store (laughs) this particular one was an older gay man and he he came in and i did not know he was gay at first he this is so unrelated, but he just reeked of cigarettes. And, like, that's just, like, don't do that. <laughs> don't talk to me if you reek of cigarettes. So he did. And he was just, like, talking to me. And, like, I was a little bit, like, already just, like, backing away from him because he smelled so bad. But he was, like, ha- he was asking all these questions. And he was, like, hey, I talked to, like, somebody you worked with. I think his name, like, might have been, uh, I-, I actually don't remember what his name is, but he, but he looked like this. And was like, tell me what he looked like. And I was like, okay. I think his name, what? It's a hoop and not a snot anymore in your nose. <laughs> <laughs> you put a hoop in your nose person? Oh, game. Oh, it looks so good. Oh, it does so look good. Cute. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> Hug. They're hugging. You guys can't see it. Jamie just noticed that I switched my nose piercing from a stud to a hoop. And we're going to keep that in. Yeah. (laughs) 
That was cute. Really took me by surprise. Okay, go on. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Please finish your story. Right. Thank you. Um, so he came in. He was like looking for all these things. And I was like, and he was like, so like I brought in these shorts, but like I I didn't want them and blah, blah, blah. So basically, look, one of my coworkers basically was like, okay, we'll switch them out for this. And so ultimately we handled the whole situation and he was just like a very like chatty, talkative guy. And I was showing him like the thing that he was looking for. But then he was also like, oh, what about this? Like blah, 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 blah. And then he was like asking me questions. So the weird part about it is that he kept being like, so like if you were at a bar, like as like like a young guy, like I, and I don't want to assume, but like if you were just like to see like an older gay man, like what would you want them to be wearing? And I was like, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just don't know how to answer that question because like, what do I want you to be wearing or what do I want? the older gay man in my mind (laughs) because they're very different things. (laughs) I want you to be wearing something very far away from me. (laughs) And I want the one in my mind to be wearing nothing. So it was just like very interesting. And he like kept asking me that question and I was like, you know what? Like, I think like whatever you wear is going to look great. (laughs) And, um, and like, I just was having a really hard time. So he left. And finally, and then the next day, my manager comes up to me and he was like, you made a guest very happy yesterday. And I was like, what? Oh, God. And she was like, yeah, this, so this, this guy called and told us that, like, he worked with somebody at our store that was just, like, incredible. And he described him as the cute blonde one <gasps> with really nice legs. <gasps> That's what I say about you. Thank you. Well, I guess it's true. And, I'm gonna kill you. And, and my my one of my managers, her name is Steph, and she doesn't work there anymore, but she's the best person on this fucking planet. She said, and I knew it was your ass the minute I heard him. So then he came in like a month later and asked for me specifically. He said, "Is CJ here?" <laughs> And somebody, I don't know who, not anybody that heard this story was like, oh my God, yeah. And then brought him to me. And I was like, you fucking cut. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, he just like wanted your help. Yeah, he did. No, he wanted more than my help. Yeah. I, Jamie. Saying, I don't think he just wanted he wanted. Help. He wanted, I don't know I'm what he wanted. I'm just playing devil's advocate. He wanted, he wanted advocate. spread. I don't know. But basically, so I had to pass him off to my manager because I was like, I cannot do this. And I was like, I feel very uncomfortable. I cannot work with him. Mm. But he just kept talking about my legs. And I was like, okay, I understand that I'm wearing four-inch shorts. <laughs> but then but don't slut-shame me. Right? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm... Shorts, are you asking for it? Um, welcome to being a female. Yay! Yeah, well, that's so, so yeah. great. Um, I actually, Either way. Yeah, but you digress. Yeah, um, so I digress. <laughs> but, but you digress. <laughs> Jamie and I heard that one time, and now we've been using it religiously. Whenever we can find Famously, I say... I digress. <laughs> it's always on your two point blank episodes. Thank you guys you. say I digress. <laughs> it's always it's on our times. only two yeah, point blank yeah. <laughs> It's always on the only two episodes you've done with just you two. <laughs> I digress. I digress. But, 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 I digress. I digress. Jamie, you digress. Um, Rebecca, I have a question for you. Do you find that where you babysit, like, Upper West Side, mm-hmm. Harlem, 
Queens, whatever, Bronx. Do you find that it makes a difference on how the kids slash and or the parents behave? Like, you know what I mean. Yeah. No, it's not where they live. It's their profession. And I've Mm. noticed that the parents, mostly the mom, which I don't know why kids are like, mom, mom, mom. But like, I don't think it depends on where, like where they live. It's literally the profession that the parent has. Again, mostly the mother. Um, Because if mom's never around, like especially for bedtime, the kids love when the, the parents are home for bedtime. But uh, if the parents just aren't around a lot, the kids really lose their shit. They just don't know how to function when someone else puts them to bed every night or when someone else gives them dinner every night. It's kind of sad. It is sad. At least for me, I, you know, shout out to my mom. Love her to death, which please listen. Um, I know she sacrificed her whole life. I mean, even still now she's sacrificing things for me and I'm going to be 27. So I feel like that's maybe even a generational thing or if it's a New York thing. I I don't have like a correct answer, but I've just noticed a lot of the parents here in the city are very career first parent second and at this point i feel that a lot of them are having kids because that's what's supposed to happen or that's what's right or like oh we got married now we start a family and they're rich enough they totally can do that like holy shit the amount of money some of these families have i've literally nannied in mansions like three-story top of the building uh, houses and it's like what do you do that you have this much money especially in new york city it's like a hidden thing but that you know and i can see that money doesn't buy happiness and i'm grateful for the upbringing that i had in a suburban place of someone sacrificing their hopes and dreams to raise their child um because they have a kid like you 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 I'm not saying, I'm definitely not going to say you can't have both because you totally can have both. There are superhero people out there that figure out how to juggle, juggle, sorry, juggle it properly. Jungle. (laughs) This is my fourth glass of wine. Sorry, everyone. I'll get you drunk tastefully. (laughs) Yes, tastefully. Tastefully. That's the tagline. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I just feel so heartbroken when I see kids just want their parent around and their parent has a highly successful career that they should love and they right. should keep doing and pursuing because pursue that career. Go for it. Like, that's what life is about. But maybe then you should have waited to be a parent until you could have juggled it right. better. You know, there is no right or wrong answer, but it is very sad to see kids cry every night wanting mom and dad when mom and dad aren't around. It just sucks, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Caitlin, you work in both retail and in the serving industry. How do you feel like they differ and how do you feel like they're similar? Um, similar? People suck all around. Yes. So, right? And people are rude all around. Um, so that's definitely how they're similar. Um, how they differ, though, I feel like people are angrier and more needy as working in the restaurant mm-hmm. than they are in a retail situation because I I mean obviously you have your customers every now and then in a retail store that 
need you constantly at their side asking for things, but mostly people are self-sufficient in a store. Like they're going should be. Yeah. Like, you know what you're looking for or you know that you want to try this on, but at a restaurant, people are so needy and so like picky about their food. And I'm sure it's probably partly, you know, you're paying for the service, but it's like crazy how much, like if I have like a high maintenance table they just like constantly need all of these little things. And yeah. they, what is similar in both those is that no one has any regards for like your time. Right. And you know, they don't understand that they're not the only person there. Like they just assume that when you're helping them, they're like the only one and that you don't have other people that you have to help and deal with. Um, but yeah, and I feel like also how it's similar is it just takes one person to ruin your shift. Oh my God. Like one rude person, because I think I have more stories in my head of the service industry and retail about the people who made me upset or right. angry. And it's probably honestly less people than I have like positive encounters with. And it just, it kind of sucks that, you know, it, I mean, it just takes like one person making a rude comment that can completely derail your day so treat people in the service industry and retail with kindness because yeah we're helping you we're helping you and also it sucks too because i feel like you guys probably all agree with this but it's not something that we want to do it's something right. that we have to, have do, to do to live it wasn't my yeah. you know like <laughs> it wasn't my dream to you know, be waiting tables and bringing people extra ranch Yeah, on a day-to-day <laughs> basis, you know? I mean, um, I will say, especially when I was bartending, listen, if you were cool, I wouldn't charge you for a goddamn thing. But the second you were an asshole, I would charge you for everything. Like, you will get, just being nice really does pay off. Oh, oh I've gotten free drinks. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, Nobody really being does. attracted to me, like literally just like being like a normal person, like talking to them, holding like, a conversation, a being kind, I've tipping well. I've gotten 20% well. off. Like b- people do it all the time. Yeah. Like, really. I can't do it in retail, but like definitely right. like. Also going out to eat in America is a privilege. Like uh-huh. that's a thing that, that we don't realize we take for granted. Also, I know both of you can agree with this. Like. If you can't tip your server, don't go out to eat because Absolutely. that's literally why you go out to eat is because someone's yeah. serving also, you Also, I don't know if this, like, people do or don't know this, but, like, servers don't make minimum wage Which is also hour. disgusting like, in, in America. What's that's... crazy is when I worked back, um, so I'm from Kentucky, but I, we were close to Indiana and I worked at a restaurant over there. My hourly rate was $2.13. Gross. So if you don't tip wow. me, like, I'm not going to make, make any, any money. money. Yeah, you know? so when I first started at the pub as a server, and then I moved up to bartender like pretty quickly, <sighs> but um, I would get, no matter how long the shift was, I would get $20 a shift. No matter how long or short that shift was, which wound up being about a dollar. And I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's nothing. I can't even tell you, if you don't tip, I will nothing. not make rent. Just yeah. don't go out to eat if, if you, can't, you can't tip. This yeah. is bottom line. Yeah. Just don't do it. I have a friend. I just went out to dinner with her for her birthday. We went to a French restaurant. She's French. And she was just explaining to me, she's from France, 
when you go out to eat there or in other countries, you don't tip. Like in Europe, no, you don't. in Europe, you tipping is not part of the culture yeah. because everyone gets paid a livable wage. It's just America that somehow still hasn't figured out that the people that you know serve you, not even just in restaurants, but in any sort of retail, any sort of thing, that like no one makes enough money to live, so you have to tip on that, like cab drivers, all that kind of stuff. Tipping does not exist in not European countries. And that's wild to me. Yeah, I'm so grateful because we do get a lot of tourists in our restaurant. To those tourists that will ask me, they're like, I'm so sorry. I don't understand do I need tipping. To? Like, yeah. how much is this enough? It's so kind when people do that. And I think it also just speaks that when you do visit other places, like, just do some research on yeah. the culture yeah. because, like, they were able to do, like, they researched it and they, like, knew to ask me Ahead and just time, be like, yeah. hey, yes. this is it. So, like, always ask. Always I ask. know that I'm not supposed to tip. When I, when I go to, like, when I was in Spain, I knew because I went there once before, I don't tip. Like, yeah. You don't tip there. Because over there, it's offensive. It yeah, is, yeah. Like, you're like, oh, do you think that I need extra money? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Here, so, it's like, yes, bitch, I need extra extra money yes, okay. <laughs> if you want to tip the full amount please, please please do it yeah um but cj so you mentioned before that you've worked for multiple different like retail companies mm-hmm. do you personally find that the customers in general are the same like or do they differ or like like are people friendlier where you were currently or where you worked before so it's kind of a two-part answer because one, one is that they're 100% different where you work. Like every single store I've worked at has had completely different customers, guests, whatever you want to call them. Um, are they friendlier? That's That does not depend on the store. So where I worked in high school... Which I, I feel like I can say, like I, I worked at American Eagle and Hollister in high school. Of you course. know, those that's where I, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's where I worked. Course. That's yeah. where I worked. And there's nothing against the companies particularly. Like it was just like they were there they have younger audiences. And um, you know, I mean like the 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 customers were different. It was very different. I mean, like where I worked in high school was northern Kentucky, Cincinnati, Ohio. Like that was the area that I worked in and like it depended, like the the Kentucky crowd was a little bit different than the Ohio crowd where I worked. <laughs> um, you know, like at that point people were like, Oh, like $25 for three shirts. Like that's insane. Like that's so expensive. And I was like, that's a what? <laughs> I was like, girl, I don't know what to tell you. You might need to go to a different store. But now that I've worked in like higher end retail, um, you know, like the job before this one and the one that I'm working at, they they cater more to the people that shop with them every day. And the guests are, um, I don't know, they're different. They're very different than what it is in other stores. So like, yes, higher end guests. I mean, it's just, that's just like how life works. Like at higher end stores, the guests are different. And that's not they're not better or worse because honestly like if if i'm gonna be really really real like rich people are fucking rude (laughs) yeah so i work i've worked at two very high-end stores and they're the guests are either so 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 sweet 
or so, 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 so fucking rude. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. Yeah. No. No but break. at the lower end stores, like the high school, like targeted stores, they're the same way because right. their parents are either really fucking entitled right. or really nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it has nothing. It's always just like by which, how, how you were raised. Yeah. Ultimately. I mean mm-hmm. like, so they're, they're very different, but also very the same. Mm-hmm. And that's what the funny thing about it is, is that like, you know, when I worked at American Eagle, there were people that had the same attitude as the people that I am like helping now at a very mm-hmm. high end store, mm-hmm. but their incomes are probably so different, so insanely different. And that's the funny thing. Like you can be entitled no matter what your income is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And those people... The There's entitlement special... is just fucking done. We're yeah. done with entitlement. Yes, sir. <laughs> in a... 2020, we're done with entitlement. <laughs> yes, we are. And there's a special place in hell for those types of people. Yes, 100%. exactly. It doesn't matter how much money you make. You can still be a... Entitled a Bitchy asshole. piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to help you. I don't want to look for your size in the back. When people are like, oh, do you have another um, size small in the back? This one's a little dirty. I'm like you know what no I don't <laughs> I don't no, I have don't. one but if you're nice I'm like yes we have eight we do. which isn't true you no matter what but the point is so to answer your question yes and no the customers are all very different no matter where you work but it has in a weird way, it has very little to do with what the store is mm-hmm. and very uh, uh, very much to do with who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. That honestly. sounds crazy. totally about right. And now this is like a question just overall for everyone. Do you find that your jobs allow you freedom to pursue your passions? Mm. Yes. You know? yeah. Yes, absolutely. I have the most flexible schedule ever in the world because I am now fun employed. Yes! So <laughs> I can go on auditions whenever the fuck I want or not go audition, go on auditions whenever the fuck I want because that is my life. But when I was nannying, you only nanny usually in the afternoon, even like a full-time position if you were like eight to five if you had something coming up, you could just tell the family ahead of time, or at least in my situations, you just tell the family ahead of time, and they go, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. Like, Really? Well, so if you're like, oh, I know I'm supposed to babysit from 3 to 9 on Thursday, but I just got a call back at 4. Mm-hmm. I can't be there? Yeah. I've had I've had totally, total fine, like, I'll find a cover, and they go, okay, cool, like, give us their, in-. the only time that they've ever met, like, really been like, give me their information ahead of time, like, I need to reach out to them, was if uh, the kid was on the spectrum, or, mm-hmm. or needed uh, special needs, or extra help, that kind of thing, but otherwise, well, no. parents really don't care who's looking after the kid. <laughs> they don't in New York City, they really, really don't. I've seriously never had an issue being like, oh, I have literally 20 people that can come and cover for me, and they That's go, Wild. They go, cool, yeah, just like whatever, like just let them know the lowdown and everything like that. Because most of the time, if they if they specifically want an actor, because they know actor schedules are this up in the air, it could change at the drop of a hat, they go, okay, that's cool. But like if they don't specifically want an actor, they want someone like, I'm only going to be a nanny, then that in that regard is is you can't just be like, hey, I can't work this week because I booked uh, extra 
in this television show and I'm right. going to do it and make less than I would nannying. But it's like, <laughs> I'm hopefully going to be on camera, you know, next to so-and-so, that kind of thing. And, that, and then I've had where I've like, you know, been, right. okay, well, you have to pick and choose and that kind of sucks. But I've never had an issue because auditions are usually in the morning. Well, I'm not equity or have a manager or have an agent. So like so I yes. I have to do those fun open calls well, or the Jamie EPAs. <laughs> <laughs> I hate ECCs. They can go die. But, you know, we do what we got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I say, yeah, I feel like I'm very lucky in where I work that – um, the general manager, she knows that she hires a lot of actors and is very understanding about our requests off, about different things like that, which is really great. I think what I find the hardest, it's not necessarily that my job doesn't allow me to pursue my passions. It's that sometimes you can get so exhausted working constantly just so that right. you can pay your rent that when you do finally get those like few hours off, you don't want to spend it waiting in a yes. holding room. And yes. that's like why I think so Waking many people... Waking up at 5.30 and waiting yeah. in a holding room. And that's why I feel like so many Maybe people get so minutes. burnt out on the city mm-hmm. is because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. And like then you're like, I also want to have a social life, which is hard. And, and it's all expensive. It's, yeah. yeah. And so you get exhausted from work. You get exhausted from that. And so on those times you do have off, you're like, I know that there's this audition I want to go to, but there have been some mornings where my alarm goes off at 6.30 and you go, Not I'm like, today, say I don't have to do anything yeah. today until noon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep in. Yeah. And, you know, and I may have missed that opportunity and that really sucks and I think it's hard to – deal with and cope with find that balance but it's yeah. so hard sometimes to find that balance and I think that that's the most difficult thing that I struggle with with mm-hmm. my survival job is just finding the balance and finding those times when I can be like you know what <clears throat> I'm gonna see if someone can cover the shift so I can go to this audition and I'm gonna suck it up I don't care if I've had two hours of sleep mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it so I think that that's just a really important thing to understand that when you do move to the city if you don't have the luxury of having like someone, you know, help you out to where you can just focus all of your attention to that. It is going to be having to try to find that balance yeah. between. Right. Yeah. Those I know. And I totally agree with that. Like, I feel like my, I mean, my job is like so good about like, I mean, we have so mm-hmm. many performers that work and like are, and like you can attest to that. Yeah. Like in our company, like there's so many, um, and they're so encouraging of that. But, like, for me personally, I feel like, yes, of course, like, I could go pursue those. And, like, if I really wanted those opportunities, I could reach them. Um, for me, it's, like, similar to that where it's, why would I go to this audition where I know I'm not going to get seen when I could work this eight-hour shift and make money? Yes. You know what I mean? So it's not the company's fault. It's my own. It's it's the fact that I'm, like, oh, but I've I've gotten comfortable with this consistency that I would rather work mm-hmm. and make that money mm-hmm. than wake up. Or if I have an, a day off, I'm like, you know what? Like, this is the only time I have to, like, sit at home and do nothing or spend time with my roommates, my friends, like, whatever, and have a social life than, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go wait in line for this audition. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, my passion, sure, is, like, performing, auditioning, doing whatever. But, like, I think that it becomes comes- more about, like, other things yeah i think it i think though at least i've i've lived here on and off for three years now and i think Mm -hmm. that balance comes from you live here 
you understand what you want, what really matters to you, what things bring you joy. Because I'm not right. saying I don't like my, you know, my dream is to whatever, be on Broadway. That's, you know, everyone's dream. That's why you moved to New York, because you could go right. anywhere else mm-hmm. and audition still. But like you come here because that's the end goals. You would love right. Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that w- with moving here, I've I've realized like, oh, I love also taking strolls in the city like that actually also brings me joy or like figuring out other restaurants to to experience and spend money on that brings me joy which like yeah you might need to work an extra shift to be able to have more fun time but like we live in a city where there's so much to do that i think people who move here get wrapped up in I'm actually talking to a friend to convince her to move here that get wrapped up in like, but what's the audition scene like? And like, do you feel like you found a niche and all this stuff? And it's like, well, I go to the auditions that I want to go to. Right. And if I don't go to that audition, that was meant to be for me not to go to that audition that morning because I got to sleep in and then I got to do laundry and then I got to go on a date with myself and see a movie. Right. You know, like little, little things like that. I feel like moving to New York, it's not about just auditioning and like that being your only passion. You have to find other passions, especially moving here, other than one theater but two auditioning because i'm sorry this city is so big it's, and there are so many actors here uh you're not gonna get sucks. something yeah you're well, not gonna get something right away you're well, just not it's also just not healthy i think yes, it's not to healthy. be solely focused on mentally theater. physically anything no yeah. yeah you have to find your passions outside of theater like mm-hmm. it's a good thing that it's just like you know like have like a core friend group who you just like love to spend your time with and you have things in common that you can be like let's go to museums let's go check out this new bar mm-hmm. let's like go walk sure. to such a park mm-hmm. let's go rock climbing mm-hmm. like there's so much stuff, to do yeah. here, yeah. And yeah. what's so great is there's so much that's accessible to you that when you do have those moments, like, to find those reminders. Like, I love going and taking class. Like, there's so many classes. And you can find classes that are affordable, too, because there yeah. are so many classes what that kind of class? aren't. Or um, free like, because you have friends that fucking work at uh, bougie-ass, uh, bo- what are they called, boutique fitness <laughs> places, where you have friends that work in the yeah. front desk and can sign you in to any class. I have friends that work at Spin classes boxing classes or or like your jobs can sometimes like caitlin and i like we work for a company that like helps us Mm -hmm. get those classes Mm -hmm. and like they help us like afford that and that that's amazing like you can do shit like Mm -hmm. it's it's all possible and then it's also like not just that like you can also have like classes that deal with what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. so that way it can take you away from that constant auditioning and constantly like hitting that hustle and that grind Mm -hmm. and you can just like find those like dance classes or acting classes or movement classes that help you just breathe and remind yourself that this is why I'm here is initially why I do what I do Mm -hmm. is because of how much it brings me joy and it doesn't matter what stage that's on if it's just in a rehearsal space that my friend rented out and decided they were going to have a dance class it's just it's so important that we have a city that has so much access to that. Yep. And I'm I very agree. appreciative. I of totally that. agree. For sure. Yeah, that's really cool. I want to know, what, like, just like one, if we can go around and say like one word about like an ideal customer, what would it be? Okay, I have my word, like, right off the bat. Go. Great. Go for it. Yeah, it would be understanding. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like understanding, and that has so many, I think, different. Yeah. That, just to explain my word. It has so many different meanings. Like, understanding, like, 
oh, maybe, like, your food came out on time and you understood that and, like, you loved it and you tipped really well for that. Or understanding that it's really busy, our kitchen's backed up, like, it took a little bit longer than it should have, not getting upset, just being like, hey, we're here enjoying our time, we're in this beautiful place, mm-hmm. like... Thank you so much. I know that you're trying to do everything you can because it's your job to do everything you can to make sure I'm having a good Mm -hmm, time. mm -hmm. And still, I will, like, be kind and, like, do all that thing. So I think understanding is my word. That's good. Sure. I would say respectful. And, like, in in the same vein, like, I think, like, in retail, like, there's, there's so many things that you can, like, help people with. But, like, I am so willing to make so many exceptions for someone that is honest and just, like, nice you know, like, returns, like, anything, like, stuff like that. Like, I am so willing to, like, go above and beyond for someone that's nice. But if you're rude and, like, not respectful, I'm like, you know what? Like, I can't do this. I won't do this. I'm not going to do this. And, like, if you're respectful and you're nice, I'm going to pretty much do anything you want, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I am. I'm going to help you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think my word, I feel like, goes hand in hand is kindness. Yeah. And... Yeah, kindness goes such a long way, you guys, especially in retail, in service industry, with your nannies that are taking care of your children. Yeah. It's such a big thing. And also, we have a lot of power sometimes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not going to abuse it. <laughs> right. But nice well, people turn your day around. They do. It's true. What's your word? Yeah, I was going to say, what would your um, um, Kindness, niceness, lead with love. Um, yeah, I, your word is love. Love, mm. yeah. I, so, like, all of it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> I just, Truly. like, leading with love really, for me, goes a long way. I really try to acclimate in my conversations with kids and say, like, like say my love as, as a name for them to just have them realize, like, I'm trying to bond with you. Like, sure. I want you to feel comfortable and I want you to feel safe and I want you to feel that you can come to me with every, anything, everything, any questions, any homework questions, any life questions. If you're having a really bad day and you wish mom or dad are around and they're not, like, I want you to feel comfortable to talk to me because I know how scary that must be. I don't know. These kids could have, like, three, four, five, six, seven nannies a year. Like, what's that like on a kid? I can only imagine what that pays on a kid. And that's so important, like, especially, like, on your end, because, like, yours is so much different than three of ours. Like, yours is so personal, and, like, it matters so much. Like, we're allowed to be like, okay, I don't care what you think. Right. You kind of have to care about what your customer, quote-unquote, like, thinks. And, like, that's insane it's hard because uh, it's hard for them okay and like just one last question (laughs) have you ever been pooped on (laughs) that's a wonderful question um not pooped but i've definitely been thrown up on like oh oh, yeah not by me (laughs) (laughs) right why didn't you ask me and kayla yeah I would just like to let the audience know that I have not been pooped on. I would just like to let the audience know that I have been pooped on. We don't want to hear that story. But not in retail. That's for a point blank. That's for a point point fiver. Anyway, continue. Thank you for bringing those up. You're welcome. They're they're real. They're point fivers. So, Retta. Yeah. How can we 
follow you. Uh, me? <laughs> on social media. Like on when social you media. Post, when, we, when you post about that child throwing up on yeah, you, like yeah. how can we see that? Absolutely. So guys, get your pen and paper out because it's kind of <laughs> long. Run of the Predator. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, it's a long one. Um, Shout out to my friend Gavin who gave me this nickname when I was 15 years old. And I've never changed my Instagram handle since then because I got an Instagram because of this. But it is Redditor underscore the underscore Predator. And I'll spell that for you because it's it's kind of a lot. And we'll tag her too. Yeah, we'll tag me. But R-H-E-D-A-T-O-R underscore the, the, however you want to spell that, underscore Predator. Like you spell predator. <laughs> I like how you said however you want to spell the. However you want to, but so this is how you spell you predator. Go, yeah. Caitlin. Yes. Um, so I am on the Twitter and the Instagram. On Twitter, I am at Kate with a K, K-A-T-E, Corsi, C-O-U-R-S-E-Y. <laughs> um, and then on Instagram, it's my full name, at Caitlin Corsi. K-A-T-E-L-I-N. <laughs> Same way I spell Corsi in my Before. Twitter. Yeah, there um, are like 12 different ways to spell Caitlin. But you'll see Art. lots of stories about my foster dogs, about my dogs back home, probably yeah. about CJ. Um, so yeah, great content. Yeah, great content. <laughs> <laughs> but also like we're going to be tagged in pictures. So like, yes. yeah, we're going to tag them. Follow we're going to tag them. Now we'll move on to our favorite segment. Tea time! <laughs> the segment where we read the tea that you sent in. Pew, pew, pew! Pew! We will always give our listener an anonymous <laughs> name, which we've made of ourselves, so we don't completely throw you under the bath. So, we're going to start with Caitlin Rebecca Corsi. Take it away. Um, thank you, Clayton. This tea comes from Bluebird, 1995. Mm -hmm. So here we go. So when I graduated high school, I got this Amazon gift card. Keep in mind, this was before Amazon was a huge thing, so I had no clue what to get. My best friend told me I should get something that I ordinarily wouldn't be able to buy. Naturally, we landed on a dildo. (laughs) Because... What else would a 17-year-old and his fag hag order on Amazon? Thank you, Bluebird. I had it sent to her address because I wasn't out to my parents yet. Mm. A week or two rolled around, way past the two to seven business days, and still no delivery. I asked her one day in Spanish class if she had gotten any packages, and she said no. So we were immediately perplexed. We checked the shipping information and saw that I put 16 Blue Jay Avenue when her address was actually 11 Blue Jay Avenue. After a minor panic attack, we came to the conclusion that it was no big deal and we'd assess this after school got out. We went to our street and scoped out 16 Blue Jay Ave so we could retrieve the goods. Turns out... There's no existing address that's 16 Blue Jay Ave. (laughs) Ergo, no package delivered to said address. We triple checked. After having a second minor panic attack, I decided to call the post office and see where my package may have gotten delivered to. 
The post office told me that when packages don't have the correct delivery, they deliver to the nearest address with the same last name. Now that I think about it, that seems like it might be illegal. So they told me that they send it to 500 North Fremont Avenue because the last name matched. I was racking my brain trying to figure out who had the same last name as me that lived on that street. And then it hit me. My mom's office. (laughs) After a third full-on panic attack, my friends and I came up with a plan. We would play dumb. I asked my mom for the keys to her office by explaining that I accidentally had something delivered there. She gave me the keys, and we went to retrieve the package. There it was, sitting on her desk, staring at me. Clearly opened and retaped. I sat in horror at the clear, obvious fact that my mother had opened this package with my name on it, looked at a large dildo with a suction cup on it for easy use. (laughs) (laughs) And taped it back up like nothing had happened. That dildo has still not seen the light of day. And that's the tea. And that's the tea. tea. That's some tea right Bluebird, there. Bluebird, 1995. Whew. Man. Do you think their mom brought it up to the kid after and was like, hey, listen. Of course not. Years later, oh my God, if I was a parent, I'd be like, I found your dildo. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's you. This is us as parents. parents. Let's think of like our my parents. My parents would do that? Yeah, oh my but God. you got rare parents. Like, my I parents have a rare wouldn't. parent. Yeah. I. I truly think that if I found that, I would be like, so listen. <laughs> be careful when you use that. Because if you try to use it in the shower, it may slip. <laughs> Not that I have experience. <laughs> uh... It's just something I looked up on the internet. Yeah. So our last segment to close out is cheers to the millennial it's where we acknowledge a millennial we think has done something outstanding Mm. whether it's good bad or completely stupid so for this ep we would like to raise our glasses to lauren lopez if you don't know who she is i just need to say who she is really quick (laughs) y'all know who she is she is i just need to I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. Yeah. I don't want to do the work today. Yeah. That's this bitch, yep. honey. Yeah. She's a star kid. And if you don't know what star kid is, I actually don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that Darren Chris did. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Okay. Something in Chicago. Maybe. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Like, basically, though, but, like, you know that, like, Vine video. It's, like, you know, she's, like. Vine. It's not even a Vine. It's honestly not even a Vine, but, like, it might as well be a Vine. It's, like, a viral tweet. Right. CJ spent 10 minutes one morning, and this is, like, maybe three or four weeks ago. (laughs) It was very recent. It was very recent. But I really wanted to post me singing that song on my Instagram story and he taught me. (laughs) I was like, I was like trying to teach her the inflection so she would do it wrong. It's hard. I don't really want to do the work. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. And I would repeat it back to her and she'd be like, I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. And we, like, sat up in front of Starbucks, like, I was, like, coaching her. 
People probably walked past us like, you fucking millennials. <laughs> millennials. And I was like, okay. But guys, audience members... I did it. She mastered it. I mastered it. And now I know. Yeah. So, so she's our millennial. So we're going to tag her and like, you know, the vid that we're talking about. And she's our millennial. So cheers, cheers to her. everyone. Cheers to millennial. Clink cheers. noise. Cheers to Lauren Lopez. You're our president for these next two weeks. Yeah, you really are. Oh, yeah. Thank God. you. Thanks, yeah. guys. And I mean, we don't want to do the work today. We really we don't, don't want to do have, this work. We never have. Especially side jobs. Like, we don't want to do the work today. Mm-hmm. No. But we do want to say, Retta, Caitlin. Yes. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us today. Thank you. I'm not, not today. Tonight. Tonight. Yes, tonight. <laughs> to like our best friends like how fun is that yeah. like we got to have like our two best friends like on our podcast like that's disgusting yeah it's truly it's special this guys they're disgusting. crying right now like yeah. tears actually yeah. we've already hugged each other face. enough in a word. <laughs> yeah the box of wine was not a smart choice <laughs> we did do she's box not, wine tonight. Oh, she's not done yet so she's not done yet. Oh, she's not. She's it's not like, done yet. I but she will be by the end of the night. Yeah. Really quick, we just want to say like what we're drinking. Um, it's called Out of the Box Cabernet Sauvignon. The first premium <laughs> single variety wine in five liter box. We're gonna finish up. The box is box. really far away, so I couldn't read it. <laughs> We still got a bunch left. So, for our new fans out there, we will be dropping new episodes every other Wednesday, unless we decide to drop, like, a random one. A point blank episode. They'll point be, like... Fiber. Yep. A they'll point be- fiber. I love that. Thank you, Caitlin. They're at random to keep you on your toes, mm-hmm. so keep a look yeah. at So, you can contact us at drinkwinespillty at gmail.com, or you can follow us on our social media. Our Instagram is at drinkwine underscore spell T, and our Twitter is at drinkwine spell T with the letter T, not the word. Yeah, and also, like, don't forget to, like, subscribe. And also, like, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I don't know if you can do that on Spotify, but if you can, like, please do it. Yeah, and Red we... is nodding to me, which means that okay. I think that you can. So, like, <laughs> do it. Because we deserve it. Even. <laughs> yes. We hope you've learned a thing or two about some decent etiquette on this week's episode. And if you're a person who does one of the things we just said we hate, fix yourself. It's not too late. Yeah, like DM us. Like, we'll let you know if you're, like, fucking up or not. Yeah, ask us questions. We'll let you know because... We can't let this go on any longer. And if you're concerned, you're fucking up. Yeah. Like, if you're questioning yourself, oh my god, I might be doing this thing. You are. Anyways, cheers. Jingle out. And good night. Woo! Bail. Ciao! We really cheers our glass more than enough time. (laughs) So... <laughs>